Hey y'all, welcome to Shades of Brown, the podcast that discusses the ever-evolving and sometimes contradicting thoughts of a Black millennial. I'm your host, Allie B, and thank you so much for being here for another episode of Shades of Brown. If you haven't already, please go ahead and follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and please leave a rating if you are enjoying what you are hearing. I greatly appreciate your support. I have a phenomenal guest this week. Let me tell you a little bit about her. As a proud Howard University alumna, Shanita Scott holds a bachelor's degree in psychology with a minor in African-American studies. Additionally, with great pride, Shanita earned a master's degree in marriage and family therapy from Syracuse University. Most recently, Shanita obtained her second master's degree in psychology from Fuller Theological Seminary, where she is currently pursuing a doctorate degree in clinical psychology. Shanita's research interests include African-American women, spirituality, mental health, and wellness. With her expertise in the aforementioned disciplines, Shanita has positioned herself to uniquely serve Black women as a life coach. As the founder of Ceaseless Pursuit Coaching, Shanita helps strong Black women do real self-care so they can stop self-sabotaging, stop settling, and start experiencing joy. And y'all, I found Shanita on Instagram a year and some change ago, and uh, and she be getting my life together. Oh my goodness. I be like, sis, why are you reading me like this? And I'm so excited to have the opportunity to have her on Shades of Brown so that she can share with all of us these beautiful gems that she continually drops week after week. I don't have a brown beat today because I'm on travel and I have no idea what's current right now, you know? headlines change so frequently and I by the time this comes out I have no idea what's going to be happening in the world who can know um so we're gonna skip brown beat for this week but I'll be back at it next week so let's just get right into it let's unpack it well welcome to Shades of Brown Shanita thank you so much for being here how you doing I'm good girl thank you for having me I'm so excited for our juice conversation today yes yes I've been following you now for quite some time and I've been waiting to get you on for probably since season one because girl you've been getting my life on Instagram (laughs) (laughs) I feel like just at me next time okay just tag me good lord I feel like you're yelling at me (laughs) no no it's always in love it's It's so good always in love it's so 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 good Uh, You encourage and motivate Black women in a way that is so powerful and in a way that's so specific to something that we do regularly, but unintentionally, which is self-sabotage. This is a term that uh, is quite, that is being used quite frequently these days and it's real. So let's get into it. First of all, how do you define self-sabotage? Yes, I think self-sabotage is the things that you do and the things that you think that create problems in your life and keep you from accomplishing your goals, right? So I know that that's kind of broad, but that's sort of like the catch-all for what Mm self-sabotage is. It's also the things that we do, they're they're conscious and they're subconscious, right? Mm -hmm. Which can make it tricky for us to catch it. We self-sabotage in all different areas of our lives too. So whether that's in our relationships, our physical health, the way we spend our money, uh, (laughs) our career, our jobs, our day-to-day lives, our goals, our overall well-being. So it's always present with us, you know what I mean? Because I know you speak a lot to Black women specifically, what specific ways does it show up in our lives for Black women? 
Whew. So this one is deep and layered because black women are socialized to struggle. You know? <laughs> we don't want to admit that, but we are, we are socialized to struggle. So many of us are self-sabotaging in all these different ways that are so normalized in our communities. You know what I mean? So we are rewarded for being super women for being strong, for acting like things don't affect us. Talk about that's it. The, that's the expectation for Black women. So anything that um, revolves around us focusing on ourselves, right, gets pushed to the bottom of the list. So of course we're engaging in self-sabotage. Our whole lives are about other people and we're too busy often to focus on ourselves, right? Mm. So, so let's talk about that piece, you know, being too busy, taking care of everything and everybody. In a lot of ways, you know, we've been taught that that's being selfless, you know, and that's being generous with our time, with our resources, we're giving and we're pouring, right? Is it true that we can be both selfless and self-sabotaging at the same time? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think the idea behind being selfless is that you don't matter. (laughs) Like everybody else matters more than you. And like, when you think about it, I think there are ways that we've been taught that like, that's good. Like you don't matter. Everybody else matters more than you. That's being humble. That's being a good Christian. It's like, does God want us to neglect ourselves all of the time? I don't think he does. I, I don't, I don't think so don't either. Think <laughs> you know, I, so it's like, we have to sit with that. Yeah, I mentioned this uh, in my very first podcast episode, I was talking about self-love versus self-awareness and how, um, you know, for, for believers, if you believe in the Bible, you believe that the greatest commandment, you know, to love God with all your heart, mind, soul, strength or whatever. And then the second is to love your neighbor as yourself. Yourself, but we yeah. skip that piece that says as yourself, you know, like there's no way we can love others well if we don't love ourselves well. So mm-hmm. our, we should be our own priority if we want to love well, right? It Absolutely. has to start with us, man. So, oh my goodness. I want to get a little bit more. So I'm assuming it shows up in relationships at work um, and how we care for ourselves. Can you uh, dive a little bit deeper in, in, in that? Like, on a day-to-day basis, because I'm thinking of the woman who's like thinking of this self-sabotage concept as a broad concept, but on, on a day-to-day basis, what does that look like? You know, when I wake up and I start my day and I just go about my routine, in what ways along the day am I self-sabotaging? Mm-hmm. So let's, let's think about it like this. Black women self-sabotage by exhausting themselves, mm-hmm. Okay. So that's physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, living in a state of exhaustion. And just because you don't feel tired or stressed doesn't mean that you're not exhausted, Mm -hmm. right? And stressed, but that has become your baseline and your norm. So you're living in this space where you do the absolute most all the time. So that means that someone calling you, asking you to do something and you drop what you're doing and go run to help them, not setting any boundaries, right? And then getting resentful that your whole day has to revolve around someone else. Listen, right? that lack of boundaries leads to resentment so quick. Yes. And people but like, it's like that you? also becomes a norm, yeah. you know? Yeah, man, man, oh man. So how do we then shift? First of all, before I talk about how we shift from self-sabotaging, if we are now coming into awareness 
right? That these are self-sabotaging behaviors and that we want to move beyond them. Um, how do we first sit with compassion for ourselves and not, you know, beat ourselves up for not loving ourselves properly? Because I think a lot of times what happens, what happens is we talk about this self-awareness thing and, you know, how to do this self-love and self-care thing, right? But I think even with the culture preaching self-love, I think it can sometimes be counterproductive because what happens is it's like, dang it, I'm not doing it right. So I'm condemning myself and I'm upsetting myself and I'm, you know, not giving myself enough grace and compassion to, to evolve and to get over this learning curve because it is a learning curve. Absolutely. So how do we sit in compassion and grace for ourselves as we move out of these self-sabotaging ways? Mm -hmm. So I I think it's a multi-part thing. Number one is you have to be honest with yourself and realize that you're doing it. Mm. right so if you go back to the example that we talked about a few minutes ago you're not setting any boundaries every time someone calls you you say yes drop what you're doing and run and go do that you have to realize that you're being resentful or if you are taking on too many obligations right and -hmm. never pausing to check in like girl how are we doing today are we okay you know if you you have to recognize that you're doing that right that is how you can start to give yourself grace because mm. there's a reason why you're over-functioning. Oh, and if you can yeah. be curious with yourself, right, then you can say, all right, I was actually trained and formed to do this. I saw my mama, my grandma, my auntie doing it, right? That's this is so the good. only way I know how to be. Yeah. So if you can recognize it, then you can give yourself grace. Talk to yourself how you talk to your girlfriend, Right. That's a whole word. (laughs) That's a whole word. Number one, the curiosity. I think there's so much power in that, in just the curiosity, not Mm -hmm. exactly having the answers, right? Not being, and and this is what Shades of Brown is, right? It's not black or white. It's not this or that. It's both. And it's it's Mm -hmm. embracing that middle ground where you are transitioning from one state to another, but you haven't quite got there yet. Embrace that place where you're just curious. And those daily check-ins are necessary. I've been trying to get myself to that place where I'm like, I, where I do more checking in, like stop for a minute. How are you feeling? What are you feeling? Why are you feeling it? Where is that coming from? And being okay with the answer. Yes. And being okay, even if it doesn't, you know, even if it isn't justified or even if it, you know, feels immature or whatever, I give myself the grace to feel whatever that is, you know, Mm -hmm. or or be honest with myself about whatever that is. And I love that you say, talk to yourself like you talk to your girlfriends. I love that. I love that so much. I, I told one of my friends before, I was like, girl, if you were anybody else talking about you, we would fight. Yeah. Like I would not allow anybody to talk about you the way you talk about you. It's not okay. It's mm-hmm. not. So I love that. And that is something I have to check myself on too. Negative self-talk, right? Like give my, like relax. Okay. Relax. Cause our words mm-hmm. still have power, right? You know, we have to be Absolutely. careful. We have to be careful about what we say to ourselves. I refuse mm-hmm. to come into agreement with self-sabotaging ways and, and toxic stuff. Like, no, nah, I'm going to be gentle with me. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. precious. <laughs> That's so good. And I wish we could internalize that more. Like what you said about negative self-talk is key. And I think sometimes we think if we don't say it out loud, it's not negative self-talk. Like, no, girl, it's in your mind all the mm-hmm. time. Are you talking to yourself crazy in your mind? Mm. Like, what are you thinking about yourself that's keeping you stuck? 
ain't gonna lie now you 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 preaching to me right now because <laughs> I, i'll check myself on the stuff i say out loud but them thoughts <laughs> them thoughts yes. be bad <laughs> yes and they stay in a loop sometimes in our mind yeah. and if we if we're not gentle and curious like you said and acknowledge where we are we're not going to be able to change our thoughts mm. but your thoughts is everything that's your foundation and people think that you can't rewire your brain to think differently but you can you but can. you have to figure out what is going on first and make an assessment you and can. then change yes there is a um I believe she's a psychologist or mental health counselor or something like that uh her name is oh man it'll come to me she's a white South African lady and she says that we have the ability to manage our thoughts we have control over that you know we are the manager of our thought patterns and we get to choose which ones we want to keep in the loop right because the thing about those ruminating thoughts is we can replace the negative ones with positive ones right Mm -hmm. we can Mm -hmm. the rumination the the thought loops it's okay but make it a positive one, right? Like make mm-hmm. it something that's actually true about yourself and not the, mm-hmm. the crazy talk. Because eventually yeah. those thoughts are going to manifest into behavior. That's what's causing the self-sabotage, right? Is that the, the seed planted in the thought. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think this is this is too where people get into this self-sabotage like mm-hmm. pattern is they think, well, let me just think positive thoughts. But mm-hmm. your positive thoughts be unrealistic. Like mm, nothing bad is going to happen it. to me today. And it's like, girl, you don't know that. <laughs> and so when it Wait. does, then it's like, well, throw the whole day away. Wait, this is good. This is good. This is good. This is good because you're touching on something that is like the toxic positivity. Yes. Where we try to say, all right, it's all about mindset, 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 mindset. <laughs> just your mindset, you'll be good. And then we say, okay, I'm just going to affirm myself every day and I'm going to be great. But when reality kick us in the behind, we mm-hmm. are like on the floor again. Like, well, what happened? Mm-hmm. I thought right today. Yeah, because you well, just I- be lying to yourself. <laughs> you be lying to yourself. So it's like whether it's a good lie or a bad lie, it's still a lie. It's, it's just like being realistic. <laughs> so what are some realistic thought patterns that we can begin to uh, implement and manage so mm-hmm. that, you know, so that we're setting ourselves up reasonably? Yeah. So whatever happens today, I have the tools to manage it. You know, I will take care of myself in such a way that whatever happens, I know I'll be good. That's powerful. You know, because that's, that's, that's saying I have what I need, but also this stuff outside of my control may happen, but I'm going to be like a palm tree in the wind. I'm going to sway, but I'm not going to mm. fall over. And we need to start being honest and realistic. People try to do affirmations and all of this like positive self-talk, but it's not grounded in their reality. So they're saying uh-huh. things that they don't believe in and then they can't sustain it. They do affirmations for a day or two and then they stop because they're saying stuff that's not true for them, that they don't believe. And I'm not saying that you can't speak things into existence or you can't speak life, but it has to be grounded in your own truth. You know what I mean? You preaching. You are preaching (laughs) because toxic positivity is a thing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I feel like this is where the self-condemnation and and us beating ourselves up in the shame and the guilt comes in because it's like, I am doing the right things. I have been Mm -hmm. affirming myself. I have been speaking the right things. I have been Mm -hmm. speaking in faith and and declaring those things that that are not seen into existence, right? 
and it's mm-hmm. like, but it's not working. What's wrong with me? Why isn't it working? Am I, yeah. am I off? Like, I can see how this is a spiral, right? Where it gets you right back to where you started self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's so yeah. powerful to, to affirm yourself realistically. That's I'm taking that one for myself. Whatever Good, happens yes. today, whatever happens today, I have the tools to manage it, to overcome mm-hmm. it. That's so mm-hmm. much more powerful than it's going to be a great day. Exactly. And also with that, that is a, a sort of commandment for you to make sure that you have the tools. Yes. So how are you going to take care of yourself to make sure that you have the tools? Right. That's so good. That's so that, good. That's how you start to break out of that self-sabotage. So, all right. Can I slow down enough today? So you asked for like concrete examples earlier. Someone calls you on the phone and you notice that someone that is about to call you and ask you for something. Say, I, I don't have to answer right now because this is probably not an emergency. I can take a moment, figure out what I need to say, what I need to do so that I don't get myself caught up in some pattern. Whatever comes up, I can, I can handle it. If they get an attitude, oh, well, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to keep going on about my day because I know I did what I needed to do to take care of me. You see that action coincides with that thought. Yeah. They both have to be present together. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's good. That's good. And you're getting into boundaries, you know? Yes. Um, like like what kinds of boundaries we can implement in our lives that that cease the self-sabotage. That's a yes. good one. That's a real, real good one. I think um, man, you are really encouraging me right now. Oh my gosh. So what <laughs> So for me, I'm thinking, okay, I can put up what boundaries I can put in place for me that can look like routines, like that can position me, that can position me to handle the day, no matter what comes up. Right. Yes. I have a routine that's rooted in self-love that's rooted in reasonable productivity. Then I can handle and manage whatever comes saying, I'm going to do this regardless. I'm going to get this done regardless. I'm going to shower regardless. I am going to take a walk regardless. I am going to meditate regardless, right? No matter what comes up, these are things in place that I'm going to do no matter what um, that can help ground me, that can help settle me. Like this, this is good. Mm -hmm. The way you laid that out, that was it right there, right? It has to be reasonable and sustainable. Because I think sometimes too, when people like, like everyone does this at the top of the new year, every year, I'm going to do this, 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 this. And it's like 15 things that they're going to do every day. And then they do it for a week and then it's not sustainable. And then it's like, well, see, I just couldn't do it anyway. That's self-sabotage. You're setting yourself up for failure before you even get started because what you're setting out to do is not realistic. And I just want to deep dive into that because girl, that is me. I, it's like, I can do all these things in a day. Sure. Sure. I can. Of course I can. Mm -hmm. And it's like every single day when I fail, it's like, well, what is wrong with me? Why can't I get it done? And it's like, because girl, this is unreasonable. We are not wired Mm -hmm. to like, to just be producing like this. It's not reasonable. So let's talk about the underlying systems that are in place that teaches this. And you, you spoke on it and touched on it earlier, but I do want to give us a little bit of grace because we didn't do this conditioning to ourselves. Talk about the systems in place, specifically in this country, that make us believe we're supposed to be operating on a thousand all the time. 
Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, let me speak to to the sort of broader general system is that we sort of live in a capitalistic society, right? So everything is about production. Everything is about money. So that, you know, goes above wellness and well-being. So yeah. we're all situated in this context where everything is supposed to be fast, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when you look specifically at Black people and Black women, we were brought to this country and we were in, in engaged in chattel slavery, generational slavery mm-hmm. with no end, right? Mm-hmm. We had to be strong. Black women were placed physically at the same level as a Black men, right? So we had to show up. That is how we were seen. That separated us from like white women who are seen as very precious and gentle, ladylike. So when you have that and then Black families are separated and dismantled, Black women become mothers and fathers. They have to operate in all these different roles. Black women had to keep communities together and show up for other mothers when they had to go to work and do other things. So we have been socialized generationally for hundreds of years to overfunction. Right. So it's not a me problem. It's not a you problem. Right. It is a societal, cultural problem that forms and shapes us. Now, add on top of that your own personality factors. Right. So if you are a high achiever, of course, you're going to do a whole bunch of different things. So it's so layered. And that's why we have to give ourselves the grace that you were talking about. Yes. And even with the high achieving, typically, that's not even a real personality trait. It's typically rooted in childhood trauma. Um, Yes. So I, I wanted to point on this. I wanted to touch on this because I need for women, specifically Black women, to know it's not your fault that you function this way. It's yes. not your fault that you're self-sabotaging. These are systemic issues that have shaped and formed us. It's not our identity, but it has shaped us, right? Like mm-hmm. these things don't identify us. They don't define us, but these things have shaped us generationally, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So what we're doing is bringing awareness to the issue and saying, hey, today in 2021, we can choose differently. We can. We yeah. now have certain luxuries that afford us the flexibility, right? To, to not overproduce, to not overfunction, to say no. Mm-hmm. And for that to be the whole sentence. Hello. Yes. Amen. Okay. Lights. okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think it's important to, to note where this behavior stems from. And it mm-hmm. does tie directly to slavery, like mm-hmm. most things do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I think Black women are superheroes in the fact that we have had to show up for everybody and still figure it out. Right. But I no longer want to wear that as a badge of honor. Yes. I no longer want that to be the thing that we're known for. Because that's not all we are. That's not all we are. We are layered and complex and have needs, right? And want to be cared for and should care for ourselves. We are also gentle. We are also soft. We are also vulnerable, right? Yes, girl. Preach. All those things. We also need rescuing. We also need say, let's just be a hundred about it. Like, like I I think we are just as delicate as the next woman, right? That may not be black, but we have not had the the ability to showcase that, Mm -hmm. right? Because Mm -hmm. it would be dangerous not only to ourselves, but to our communities. Yes. Like whole communities have depended on the black woman. Heck, whole mm-hmm. countries have depended yes. on the black woman. Because we um, out here saving everybody. Hello. But we got to save ourselves too. It's time to save ourselves. Mm-hmm. Save yourself, sis. <laughs> 
that's it right there save yourself so is there a way to completely conquer self-sabotaging and if so how do we know that we've gotten to that place so I want to say of course there is but the reality is it's so layered yeah so I think that the presence of self-sabotage is going to be with us and even if it is that doesn't mean that we lost somehow Mm -hmm. but can you recognize that you're doing it like you may do it in and out of season, right? Some seasons just may be harder for you. Yeah. But can you recognize that you're doing it and put some systems and routines in place for you to recognize your triggers and your traps? Yeah, triggers and your traps. Yes, put systems and routines in place to recognize your triggers and your traps. That's a word. <laughs> I love that. So some concrete ways to know that you're self-sabotaging, right? Um, you are waiting to the last minute consistently, constantly to do things. You're engaging in procrastination. And I think that there's this sort of lie that we have that like we work better under pressure, <laughs> you know, but the reality is you, your body is re- responding in a stressful way when you wait to the last minute to do stuff. That's self-sabotage, right? You're not setting your body up to respond in ways well, mm-hmm. and you're putting yourself under all this pressure to get things done. You always have an excuse about why you can't do something or you'll do it later. You'll do it tomorrow. When the kids are grown, that's self-sabotage because you're not allowing yourself to bloom and grow in the ways that you want to grow. You know what you want. You know what you should do, but you do the opposite. Like, you know, you're not supposed to be messing with that man, but you start messing with him anyway. (laughs) That's self-sabotage, right? Um, You're constantly finding reasons to blame yourself, even things that aren't your fault. Mm. you're critical of yourself you're constantly comparing yourself to other people here's one specifically for black women you won't ask for help or you wait too long to ask for help right so of course you're going to stay stuck in a pattern of exhausting yourself and of burnout and of that resentment that we talked about um you don't have boundaries you just right you're reading my life and i feel attacked (laughs) okay no this is how we change girl this is how we change um You are speaking and thinking negatively about yourself. So when you don't hit the mark the way you want to, then it's like, of course, yeah, I knew I couldn't do it anyway. And then you don't even try the next time. Um, You don't have good coping strategies. So when your emotions get triggered, right, or turned up in some sort of way, then you start over shopping and you go into debt. You start overeating and you get into bad health. You start sleeping. Why are you sharing all my business right now? (laughs) I don't appreciate it. Because it's not just you, girl. It's so many of us, right? You start, you just start just doing anything to try to fix it, but you're not addressing the root. Yeah. And then you're going to stay in that cycle of self-sabotage. And and most importantly, when you're not taking care of yourself, that is you self-sabotaging. And I don't think we think about that one as much. We mm-hmm. think about self-sabotage as the things that you're doing, mm-hmm. but it's also the things that you're not doing. Yeah. So if you are, you know, your spirituality and your faith is important to you, but you never pray, you never fast, you mm-hmm. never pause, mm-hmm. right? You never sit, you never meditate. Of course, your relationship with God is not going to feel as connected. Then what happens? You get into a shame spiral. These are facts. Or you know you need eight hours of sleep. 
but you stay up all night binging Netflix and be like, oh, I'm so tired. I just can't get done. All the things I need to get. Why is this coming for me like this? Why is she coming for me like this? Y'all, what did I do to her? (laughs) No, because this is what we do. And it's like, be real with yourself, girlfriend. You are making these choices, right? Every day. And it's keeping you stuck, but you don't have to stay stuck. Yeah. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. She's like, she's like, oh, drop all these bombs. Oh, that's it. Because <laughs> I just it. want us to sit yeah. with it and be like, all right, she right. I'm yeah. doing the most. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because the thing is, the truth is, yes, you know, these are systemic issues. But when you come into the awareness of it, you realize you do have a choice. Mm-hmm. Like you have a choice to overcome this and you have, and you are empowered. We are empowered to overcome this. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. We have the resources in place to overcome these things. We can, we like, we, we can accomplish these things and not that we're striving for perfection, but we're stri- we're striving for progress and evolution. Yeah. Right. We're ever growing, striving to become the best version of versions of ourselves. Right. Yeah. And the best versions of ourselves is not the one that is constantly self-sabotaging. That's just yes. period. The yes. best versions of ourselves is not the one that's always overspending. That's always waiting to the last minute. That's setting yourself up for failure. Like that's mm-hmm. just not the best uses. Mm-hmm. Girl, I'm talking to me. Sis is me. <laughs> Girl, I'm sis too. Look, I, I get it. That's why I said you the the big victory is recognizing that you're doing it. Yeah. So you can address it, not completely stopping it all the way. Cause that's self-sabotage too. Like the expectation that you you should be perfect. Yes. That's self-sabotage. That's that unrealistic thinking that we were talking about. Yes. Yes. Oh man, this is good. Ladies, I hope you're encouraged. Fellas, if you're listening to, I hope you are as well. Mm-hmm. This will be my final question for you. What are a few more ways we can, a few more things we can do to uh, set ourselves up on a day-to-day basis for success and not sabotage? Yeah. So I think it's it starts with one, knowing what you need, like what works well for you in doing that. So if you know you need to ease into your day, stop pressing snooze because mm-hmm. then you're already starting off rushing. Yes. Right? You're already starting um, to self-sabotage before you even get out of the bed. Mm. You know what I mean? Or maybe you need a moment of silence because you know as soon as you get to work, it's going to be all this stimuli, all these people asking you for things, all of these emails that you have to respond to. Yes. So ride in silence for a moment. Take a few minutes to center yourself and regroup because otherwise you in the phone. I don't know how many times I have been in a phone at a red light in my car, tempted to respond to an email because I felt like it's an emergency. Mm. And then what do I do? Send myself into this heightened state of stress. Yeah. And yeah. it's so hard to get out of it once you're in it. Once you know what it. I mean? So it's like those little things throughout the day. Are you being conscious of what you're doing? Yeah, I think also what you said about curiosity is so important. I know everyone doesn't like to journal, but record it on your phone or or, or make a video and ask yourself some questions, right? Because mm-hmm. self-sabotage often is, is grounded in fear, fear of change, fear of success, or fear of failure, right? So if I stop doing this thing, if I stop accepting this behavior or whatever, if I stop believing this, how will my life change? Mm. right what about that change feels scary Mm. 
what about that change doesn't seem appealing to me what yeah. am I afraid I'm gonna have to give up <laughs> what am I mm-hmm. gonna have to stop doing why am I afraid that I won't rise to the occasion right asking yourself some of these questions and if and, and part of the reason why asking yourself questions is important is because you're taking a moment to pause and reflect and stop the cycle of busyness yeah. and I really believe like my theory of change is that if black women would start engaging in real self-care they could stop self-sabotaging as much mm. but you gotta slow down to be able to do that yeah man this is good. This is so good. Ladies, take care of yourself. Like for real. Mm-hmm. For real. For real. Any final words, Shanita? Whew, I, don't, I, I just hope that they got it. <laughs> I just hope that they got it. And I and I wanna say too, like change does not have to happen today or tomorrow. In fact, we don't want it to, because then it won't be sustainable. Yeah. Right. It's a process just like anything else. We can spend hours and hours on our hair, but we can spend hours and hours on our hearts. It's like we we have to <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Sis. <laughs> that is so good. We legit will spend like days on our hair at a time. Right? We get some braids. We'll do two 12 hour sessions if we need to you know it's going to be worth it you know you're going to get the desired outcome so we have to take that that same approach with ourselves we are unlearning all of this stuff that's happened on a systemic level for to us yeah for generations so that takes time but implement a small change what can you do today to be good to yourself Mm. that's the opposite of that Mm self-sabotage so if if, that one too taking that one for myself what can I do today to be good to myself yes and if we can really get that in our hearts and just take that little by little we will start to see the change we'll start to see the change so if they could take that away from our conversation today just that is life-changing yes just that piece yes man thank you so much for this I appreciate you. I know my listeners will appreciate you. This this is amazing. This is amazing. Ladies, this will be one that you need to play again, okay? Thank <laughs> play you so it much again. for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's get into brownie points. Uh, I want us to think about something that we've done recently that we are proud of um, and give ourselves brownie points for. It could be big or small. It doesn't matter. The goal here is to just shift us from always um, focusing on the things that we haven't done well and mm-hmm. to give ourselves some grace and some love for something that we have done well. So what are you giving yourself brownie points for today? First of all, I love this, this brownie <laughs> point. We need to do that all the time. Um, for me, this one was actually a big one. So I'm a grad student as well. Um, and I'm not taking classes this quarter. I don't have to. Normally I overload because mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to graduate. Okay. Um, but I decided to take a break and give myself the opportunity to rest and not beat myself up about it, you know, and I'm still on track to graduate and it's fine. Yeah. I think some. Sometimes we tell ourselves like these lies that if we don't do it right now, it's not going to get done, but I'm allowing myself the space to regroup so that I can continue and finish well. So that's something I'm giving myself some credit for. That is amazing to continue and finish well. 
Mm-hmm. You finish well. I love that. Good for you. Rest is radical. And okay. rest is, is it's a weapon we use against capitalism. Okay. Yes. So I love yes. that. Good for you. I'm giving myself brownie points for you talk about, you know, staying up all night and binging stuff. And then you, you know, wonder why you're tired. I have this habit of staying up entirely too late. And it's such a hard habit to break. And what happens is because I've eaten dinner around, you know, eight or something around one or two o'clock in the morning and now I'm hungry mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. typically it's like some junk food but last night I said you know what I could just go to sleep but because I'm gonna be up for a little while longer let me just get a snack and instead of potato chips and cookies I got pineapples and pecans and that okay. for me that's that's amazing for me okay yes. <laughs> that's amazing because it's usually a bag of chips mm-hmm. um so it's baby steps right it's baby steps yes I can't absolutely. you know fall asleep immediately let me you know do a slight change okay mm-hmm. that maybe, makes a big difference and maybe tonight we'll work on going to bed earlier so that we're not you know in a position to be you know hungry at <laughs> 2 a.m <laughs> I love but yeah that. that's my brownie point all right, y'all think about what you're giving yourself brownie points for, write it down in a note in your phone, whatever, think about it, meditate on it, but just love on yourself a little bit more today. Thank you again, Shanita, please share with us what you're working on, your social media handles, how we can find you and keep up with you. Please share. So y'all please connect with me over on Instagram at ceaseless pursuit coaching. You can also find me at ceaselesspursuitcoaching.com. Uh, I have right now a free guide for Black women. It's called 115 Self-Care Activities for Strong Black Women. You can download a digital version of it immediately on my site. So just go and get you a copy. Because like we said, self-care is the key to stopping and changing self-sabotage. Also, if you are ready to really show up for yourself and do some work, I have a digital workbook called How to Stop Letting Yourself Down, Recognizing Your Patterns So You Can Stop Self-Sabotaging for good because girlfriend I'm gonna break it down for you you can get that for ten dollars at my online boutique and then finally uh, I am a life coach working with black women helping strong black women do real self-care so they can stop self-sabotaging stop settling and start experiencing joy that's what I want for us that's what we deserve so holla at me if you uh if you ready to change your life because you can ah I love this. Y'all, please look her up today. Oh man, this is incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. Everyone go follow her right now. Thanks again, girl. This was, this was life-changing for real. This is life-changing work you're doing and I appreciate you. And I know black women all across the nation are better because of you. Mm -hmm. All right, black folks, y'all already know what it is. You are enough. And your creation is so divine. And I love me some of you. So until the next episode, be healthy, be whole, be healed.